Hi, welcome to the Pod Buffet, where you will find an eclectic mix of new podcasts by fresh new podcasters from around the world. Short but sweet, the daily episodes will give you a five-minute taster that will definitely entice you to listen more. Just follow the links in the show notes. You are sure to find something to love right here at the Pod Buffet. Welcome to Health Hats, the podcast, learning on the journey towards best health. We will learn what it takes to adjust to life's realities in the awesome circus of healthcare. Follow Health Hats, the podcast, on your favorite player. I feel awash with melancholy. I'm irritated when I hear other people's forced optimism silver lining. It's a time of opportunity blather. I'm outraged that the collective we didn't have the foresight to keep maintained stockpiles of ventilators. I'm outraged that right-to-lifers consider the elderly and disabled as expendable. I'm dreaming of hugging my sons, daughters-in-law, and grandsons, and I wake up feeling empty and afraid. I know the COVID-19 novel coronavirus is going nowhere. We can best hope to sustain until brains, money, ingenuity, and time converge to rapid testing, tracing, vaccines, and a different social, financial, and political order and supply chains. My melancholy, anger, and emptiness feel right and understated. The world through our senses has changed forever. Kiss it goodbye. This week it touched me directly. An old friend, a 70-year-old practicing primary care doc with diabetes, lies in a Detroit ICU on a ventilator. As Andrew Cuomo says in his daily briefings, the virus doesn't discriminate. It affects us all, if not now, soon. Today, we experience the impact of our short-term, bottom-line, feudal, acute healthcare system. It's been about business, money, and power. Our healthcare system was only working for some before. It's ready to crash now. The collective we appreciated public health only in its absence. We desperately need it now. Okay, I need to stop ranting or I'll drive myself helpless. Let's review the situation. Melancholy, anger, and emptiness feel awfully familiar. Wait, they smell like grief, tragedy, and death. Those are my steady companions, sometimes on my shoulder, always in my pocket. When my dad died suddenly at 45, I spent a month in shock. My friend Jerry helped me start to grieve. My life changed massively. I was young, 19. Good news, I had great friends. We're still friends 50 years later. I grew up fast. I met my wife. I was ready for a relationship. Silver lining. When our boy Mike was dying, I got some help. 
Gregor taught me to take stock of my basic habits, diet, hydration, exercise, sleep, and hone those habits. He helped me see my major stressors and manage the manageable ones. Build and strengthen health routines. Manage manageable stress. Now I'm a person with a neurodegenerative condition that's never going to get better. I grieve that almost every day. Why me? Yet, you know, multiple sclerosis did prepare me for today's tragedies. I've honed my habits and know how to operate at peak capacity. I have tools in my toolbox to manage my seriously annoying symptoms. This podcast is one of the tools. What do my dad, my son, and I have in common? I love us. They are gone, and I am here. I've learned to embrace grief. Grief is feeling my heart. It's the stuff of life. The joy of love and appreciation occur first. Then there's loss, grief. No grief without love and gratitude. Same for you. Feel grief? Let her rip. You're feeling your heart. Let's give thanks for that love and gratitude. Okay, that was pretty heavy. Now what? Well, as Gregor taught me, take care of the basics and manage manageable stress so you have energy for the unimaginable and the unmanageable. Hone your and your family's routine of good habits, fluid, food, exercise, and rest. Keep connected with whatever community you belong to. Invite a couple more people in. In our town, we have a 6 p.m. connect. Look out your window, sit on your stoop, wave hello. We each need to find a source of realistic honesty, compassion, and leadership to guide us, advocate for us, and reassure us. Let us know what you find. I'll share. Another point. 61 million people in the U.S. have different abilities than you, the temporarily able-bodied people. We have a 15-minute advantage on you. We know how to deal with unwelcome, strange circumstances. We know how to ask for and offer help. We know how to build a team. We know how to navigate from a chair, a bed, a fog, in pain with canes. We know how to live at peak performance with a dizzying array of conditions, circumstances, and confusions. We have a 15-minute advantage on you. Don't underestimate the importance of 15 minutes. You need us. We want to share and teach. We have much to share and teach. We are not expendable. When you have the opportunity and the bandwidth, reach out to the less able-bodied. Spend some time with us. Connect, listen, learn, and appreciate. You won't have far to look for us. We're everywhere. We are in this together. Me and you and the world. I don't feel better having said all that, but that's okay. I podcast to make a ruckus. Making a ruckus 
means sharing stories of learning on the journey towards best health. I'm trying to move the needle of healthcare a couple of degrees towards more self-confidence, more participation, more collaboration, more dignity, and more inclusion. I'm a storytelling patient caregiver activist living at peak capacity. I couldn't say that before my diagnosis. I podcast mostly for myself. Thanks so much for listening. The Pod Buffet is brought to you by a collective of podcasters from around the world who learnt to podcast together. We hope you enjoy the daily episodes and check out the full podcasts. Look for the links in the show notes. And remember, if you like it, please do share it. Taste and hear with the Pod Buffet.